What's up, this Shaq Barrett, outside linebacker of the Tampa Bay Bucks, and you're listening to the Fresh Fantasy Podcast. What is going on, everybody? I hope you're having a great day today. This is Alex in the Fresh Fantasy Podcast, and this is the 75th episode of Season 3. Today, we're talking about the Edge Week 15, and for those of you that don't know, the Edge is a tool created by the 33rd team that t- talks about what players do the best against what coverages. I think it's the greatest fantasy football tool ever created, and that's why we're here to give you a show on it that includes the 10 best stats from it. But as always, if you have not seen it before, check it out at the 33rdteam.com slash the dash edge. Also, I apologize to anyone that listened to my Tuesday episode. My mic, you know, absolutely just shorted out and was absolutely terrible. And my mic is still giving me issues. And I'm sorry for that. I promise that going forward, the, the, the audio quality for the next episode coming up next Tuesday will be just as good as normal and we'll be back to normal. I appreciate you bearing with me. Until then, that's why I have a co-host today to help me at least take some of the pressure off. I also have the flu right now, so we are just, you know, firing on all cylinders. But ultimately, I appreciate you tuning in. The show must go on, and we will still bring you the heat on the edge. But as always, we will start with my co-host, Ben Wolby, on the first stat you need to know for this week on the edge. So, Ben, let's start with you. Alex, you're just absolutely a beast for uh, doing this with the flu. Another guy who's going to be a beast this week is Chris Olave. He really excites me. The Falcons are allowing the fifth most points per game to opposing wide receivers, and they allow the seventh most passing yards. Chris Olave is 14th among wide receivers in target share, and he's still top 24 since Jarvis Landry came back, so we don't have to really consider his target share. The Falcons run zone coverage at a top five rate in the NFL. Andy Dalton has been pretty solid top five in yards per attempt when targeting his slot receivers against zone. And Olave doesn't run as much out of the zone as Jarvis Landry, but since Jarvis Landry came back, Chris Olave has the 16th most fantasy points from the slot in the entire NFL. His target share, his slot usage, and his matchup are super encouraging to me. I'm comfortable with him being a high-end wide receiver too this week. Yeah, I absolutely love him. But I also, at the wide receiver position, Terry McLaurin. I mean, Terry McLaurin's playing the Giants, who run the number one rate of man coverage, which is great for Terry McLaurin. And this is actually pretty ridiculous. We talked about this a couple weeks ago, and Terry McLaurin dominated against the Giants. Terry McLaurin averages 57% more points per snap versus man coverage than zone. And he's also top 10 this year in fantasy points scored versus man, and he's outside the top 20 versus zone. He has been a man dominator. He dominated the last time he played against the Giants, and I think that he is going to dominate once again this week. I absolutely love Terry McLaurin, but let's go to running back. Who's a running back that you absolutely love this week for the edge? I absolutely love every single week, and this week especially Austin Eckler, who might go nuclear against the Tennessee Titans who are allowing the second most receptions to running backs this year and the second most receiving yards since week nine to the position. Eckler has 21 more receptions this year than Christian McCaffrey and two more targets per game. He leads running backs in targets, receptions, and fantasy points 
in the red zone. This game has shootout potential, which is why I love his matchup. I love him. And I'm thinking about stacking him with Justin Herbert and potentially a run back with tight end Chigazim Okonwo from the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, I absolutely love him. The biggest thing that I want to talk about with Eckler, especially from the DFS side, is that the Titans on paper are a tough matchup versus running backs, but they have been extremely susceptible to pass catching running backs. That's been the mm-hmm. one area of weakness for that team. They've been tough between the tackles, but they don't run Eckler much to the tackles. They're playing him in the passing game. That's where he excels. And I think that he is going to be great for DFS. He's going to be very overlooked this week, which would looks like a tough matchup on paper. But a guy who doesn't have a tough matchup on paper that I think is going to dominate is Isaiah Pacheco. But I want to put a little bit of a spin on this take with Isaiah Pacheco. And that's that, especially in DFS leagues, I'm playing Isaiah Pacheco over Jarek McKinnon every single day of the week this week. And that's because, well, the Texans have given up the single most points to running backs in fantasy this year, but they've given up the fifth least receiving yards because teams that play them are always up. But the Texans give up the most rush attempts per game, the most rushing yards per game, five yards per carry, and they've given up 16 rushing touchdowns in 13 games, which is the most in the NFL. But like I mentioned, they're tough against receiving running backs. And Isaiah Pacheco is averaging 16 carries per game over the last five games. McKinnon over that stretch is averages four carries. This is going to be good for the running backs that are seeing the rush attempts. I know that on paper it looks like a great matchup for Jarek McKinnon, but the Texans are actually going to be a little bit tougher. The Chiefs are favored by over two touchdowns in this game. They're not going to need to pass the ball throughout the whole game, and especially why are they going to be playing their 30-year-old running back You know, in the back half of the second half, the Chiefs are up by a lot of points. I think this is going to be a big Isaiah Pacheco week coming this week. But, Ben, we'll go back to you for stat number three. A guy that I think is also due for a big week is Garrett Wilson, who I don't think you can bench. The rumor has it that Mike White will be playing, but even if he is not, even if it is Zach Wilson, Garrett Wilson is somebody that you must start. This offense is going to be firing on all cylinders because the Lions defense – They gave up 300-plus passing yards to Carson Wentz, to Daniel Jones, to Kirk Cousins. They're allowing the third-most passing yards to opposing quarterbacks in the league. And Garrett Wilson has been absolutely dominating the target share for the New York Jets. He is the wide receiver six since week 11. Uh, I know that Elijah Moore has been getting a little bit more involved. And Alex, I know you're excited about him, so I'm curious to hear what you have to say about Elijah Moore. Yeah, I love Elijah Moore. I love, you know, stacking both of these guys together, especially because, well, for one, the Lions have allowed the single most points to quarterbacks this year in fantasy football, which is great for Mike White. You can stack that as well with, you know, a stack of Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore. I'm doing it. You love Garrett Wilson. I love Garrett Wilson, but I also love Elijah Moore, who ran 78% of his routes last week versus the slot. And the Lions have allowed the single most fantasy points to the slot this year. And over the last four weeks, They've allowed three slot wide receivers to have at least 96 receiving yards. And there were Isaiah McKenzie, Wandale Robinson, and Christian Kirk. The only guy who didn't get at least 96 yards over the last four weeks was KJ Osborne, who had 38 yards and a touchdown. The Lions are allowing third most points to wide receivers overall. Corey Davis might miss this week. And Elijah Moore last week had nine targets and 92% of the routes run at the wide receiver position. This is a perfect matchup for him. This is going to be a high-scoring game. I think that ultimately both Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson are going to be productive. I really like all of them this week. But let's go to the tight end position. Ben, is there a tight end that you're really interested in for this week? 
There is. It's Dalton Schultz. I think he is due. I have him ranked as a top three option this week uh, for the tight end position. Dak Prescott, Jacksonville Jaguars, they're running cover two at the third highest rate in the NFL. And Dak has been top three in yards per attempt when targeting his tight ends. Fortunately as well, Dalton Schultz is the tight end six versus cover two. The Jaguars are allowing the third most fantasy points to tight ends lined up in the slot. And Dalton Schultz is running 33% of his routes out of the slot. He is second on the team in target share, receptions, and yards when Dak is the quarterback. And when all of these stars are aligned, it is not difficult for me to rank him as high as I am. Yeah, I absolutely love him this week. But the other tight end that I absolutely love is the tight end that's playing the Cardinals, and that's Greg Dulcich. As we all know, for people that listen to the Edge podcast, we know that any tight end versus the Arizona Cardinals is a great play. And this week, it's Greg Dulcich. I think it's going to be an awesome play. I mean, he's had eight-plus targets in back-to-back weeks. And for those that don't know, the Cardinals have allowed the most touchdowns, most receiving yards, most targets, most receptions, most points to tight ends in the slot third most of tight ends that are in line, and they've allowed tight ends to catch over 82% of their targets. These Cardinals have now allowed 40 more points to the tight end position than any other team in the NFL. Second best is 40 points below them. And the Cardinals have allowed over double the fantasy points to the tight ends than the 49ers have. They have just been by far the worst, and it is not particularly close. I think this is going to be a big week for Greg Dulcich. I really like him. We each have one player left to talk about. Ben, we'll go to you first. So we've just talked about two tight ends that we really like, and now I'm going to talk about a tight end that I think you need to be benching this week. Uh, If you can start Schultz or Dulcich over him, then go for it. But you cannot trust Mike Gizicki this week. Tua is targeting the tight end position least frequently when he is facing cover two, which is what the Bills run at the fifth highest rate. Let me put this in perspective. Tua has taken 79 dropbacks versus cover two. That is the sixth most in the NFL. And he's targeted Gazicki four times despite that. Against cover two, Mike Gazicki is the tight end 39. And now he's going up against the Bills, who are already allowing the seventh fewest points per game to the position. If you have Gazicki on your roster, it is not the week to even consider firing him up. Consider two of those other guys we suggested instead. I can hear the Mike Gusecki fan just crying in their mentions right now. Going to be a tough week for them. But a guy who won't be a tough week for that I think continues his hot streak is Christian Watson. And I think I've had some people that have hit my DMs or on Discord that have said, okay, like, you know, should we really be starting Christian Watson this week? Like, what if he can't keep it up? I don't think this is the week to be, to be sitting him just yet, especially because he's playing the Rams. The Rams, you know, they might seem tough. And the Rams have given up the 10th most points, you know, in fantasy to wide receivers. But they also run the fourth highest rate of zone coverage. And Christian Watson is 11th in fantasy points per snap versus zone this year. And he also has scored at least 20 fantasy points in every single game since week 10. The Rams have also allowed the single most, sorry, second most points to outside wide receivers this year. I think that is going to be big for Christian Watson. I think that he is in for another big game. He's been efficient. It is not time to fade him just yet. you got to keep playing him until the wheels fall off. I love Christian Watson. I love a lot of the guys that we talked about today. And I love that you guys are still listening to The Edge in Week 15. I appreciate it so much. I'm sorry this ends up being another flu game type episode, but I promise that I will have a brand new spanking 
Mike for the next episode going forward. I appreciate you guys tuning in as always. Don't forget to follow my co-host at Ben Wolby on Twitter. But as always, don't forget to keep chasing that upside. Until next time, everybody.